You're listening to This Hong Kong Live, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 6. Our theme is Things I'm Proud Of. Hello, welcome back. It's Renee here again. Today, we have our guest Nazri here. Hey, Renee, how are you doing? I'm doing great, actually. So, okay, let me introduce Nazri. So, you grew up as a third culture kid in Hong Kong. And today, we're also going to go over how Nazri became who she is today with going through a series of crises such as identity crisis and personality crisis. So, I'll pass it to Nazri and let her share a little bit more about herself. Thanks, Renee. Um, I'm so happy to be here on the podcast. Thanks to Kelly for giving me this opportunity. So I hope in the next few minutes to the listeners, uh, you get to know me a bit better and get to know a bit more about, you know, the crisis and the personality crisis that Renee just said about. So um, about myself, I am Nazreen. So I am a Tamil Muslim born and raised in Hong Kong. So most of you might have heard the term Muslim, so that means I follow the religion of Islam. And Tamil is actually a term we use to call ourselves if we're from the southern part of India. Um, not many people know about this because when you hear the term like Indian, you think uh, we speak Hindi or you know we're North Indians. Actually, India is very diverse and I come from a state called Tamil Nadu and we speak Tamil. So in that case, I'm a Tamil Muslim born and raised in Hong Kong. I think the last part is very self-explanatory. So um, that's me. Uh, more about my childhood, I actually went to a local primary school and a local secondary school. So I've got some survival Cantonese in me. So I can speak a bit of Canto, English, Tamil. And then I also learned how to read and write Arabic because of my religion. From there, you can already kind of put it together like, okay, this girl knows a lot of languages. And then that later develops into like um, a crisis, which we will talk about more. Wow, thank you for telling us your background. I really do see the, the third culture. It's not even third culture, it's multi-culture in you. Mm-hmm. And growing up alongside the Hong Kong local culture, it leads you to who you are today. So you said you're going to tell us a little bit more about your crisis. Can you share <laughs> about it? It sounds so interesting to me. So, um, you know, summing up my experiences i have to call it a crisis just to put a name on it but if i really were to you know go deep into it i call it a beautiful growing experience because it makes me who i am um being a tamil muslim in hong kong meant that i had to balance my cultural religious values alongside the western values in hong kong so at home i'd be learning to read and write Tamil, Arabic, and English, and at school I'd be also learning English, Chinese, and you know, learning the mannerisms of Hong Kong people, which meant like you know having learning different slangs and learning to buy you know yutan and you know kaitanzai, all these different things, um, and also loving spicy food at, at home. So there was this like beautiful mix of different cultures in me, and I thought that that was very normal because different not just myself but there were other ethnic minority kids who were also doing the same but um 
I only realized that this was actually quite a huge responsibility when I went back to visit my extended family back in India. So we do this every summer to visit my um, aunts, my uncles, my grandma, grandpa. And then I realized that kids back there were having it much easier. All they had to do was learn the language and make sure to learn the you know, religion and have the religious studies. And I was here breaking my back with English, Chinese, and different stuff. So then this was just a small observation I made. And then as I grew into my teenage years, moved into secondary school, um, you know, as every teenager goes through puberty and goes through a lot of series of self-discovery, I found that this sort of like part of me that holds a lot of languages kind of developed into me developing lots of different personalities to fit with different groups of people. So for example, with my Chinese friends, I'd be speaking in a weird Chinese accent and you know, having Chinese snacks. With my Tamil friends, I'd be like very religious, very like strict, shy girl. And then with my siblings, it was completely another story. With my parents, completely another story. So um, throughout my teenage years, it just became very exhausting to balance all of these aspects of my personality, balance all of these different aspects of my values and my beliefs. So as I went into uni in my year one, seeing that how people are actually expressing themselves and their dressing um, made me question like, who actually was I? Because I saw many hijabis, so people who were hijab, and seeing many people who were like dressing very, I don't want to say outrageous, but you know, very, they, they, they were dramatic, right? And I wanted to just find my place and I was just wondering like why haven't I found this voice yet right let me relate to you Nazri yeah. I actually have a very similar experience as you even though I'm only 16 mm -hmm. but I've like lived internationally my whole life uh having this multiculture in my genes and also my legal documents <laughs> has made me who I am today I'd say like I do realize like how fitting into a culture can be hard especially when you're not like actually from that culture or have no relations to it because like when I first moved to Hong Kong, I was clueless about a single Chinese word and then I was like struggling a lot in terms of like getting along with the locals I'd say because when I first moved here I went to a local school and people in the local school surprisingly it was a special one because people speak Mandarin in that local school so I guess it was better but then moving on living here longer I realized that Cantonese is the only language I need to know here mm -hmm. so then I actually had a really hard time and also speaking with a weird accent <laughs> and also talking about how the personality crisis part when i communicate with like different friends i will have like a different personality just to actually please them and mm -hmm. make them feel comfortable around me so i actually totally agree like with what you said oh mm -hmm. uh, so i heard you were talking about how like bring out like the voice in yourself like i feel like believing in yourself it's really really important mm -hmm. so do you have like any suggestions to people who need to find a trust towards themselves, have faith in themselves? So um, to come to my advice, to a suggestion, I want to share a bit more about that journey, that self-discovery journey that I had. So when I was 20, actually before I was 20, I gave myself that deadline that I wanted to figure out who I was and what my values are. So 
I also remember at that time where I had, you know, different groups of friends and I would mold into those different personalities. I had no inner confidence, no self-esteem. I mean, I did have some self-esteem, but it was just way below. I wouldn't have any sort of standard for myself. I didn't have any dislikes or likes. Everything was what others said. So that just molded into like this very fluid person that I was. So for me at that stage to have a deadline in like 3 months, figure out who I am was really crazy. So at that time I remembered that I actually have something which is very constant in my life and that is religion. In my childhood, I know that I've always loved God. I used to pray, I used to read the Quran, I used to fast along with my mom and those were such fun times. But along the lines of growing up, becoming a teenager, wanting to be accepted, I kind of forgot that uh, side of me, that spirituality side of me. And so with that 3 month deadline, I was like, God help me. I knew that God was always my constant and, you know, throughout my years of exploration and, you know, trying to be something, he never let go of me. He always took care of me. So I was like, okay, God, I'm back here again. Help me find who I am. So in religion, in any religion actually, you have a set of rules. Uh, this you should do this, you shouldn't do that. If you follow this, you'll have a better life, blah blah. So I just followed those basic things and then slowly as I started practicing, I actually started wearing the hijab quite late in my life, like 3 years ago. So as I started practicing prayers and hijab, I realized that my values also were changing, and not changing, actually forming because my perception of beauty had changed because I see that when women wear hijab, when women wear the niqab, the face covering, they are not here to show it to people. They don't get validation from others. They get validation from themselves. They take control over their bodies. They take control over the fact that who gets to see them and who doesn't. And I think that's very powerful because you get you get to have that say over yourself and comparing my life before 20 i didn't have that i just became who everyone wanted me to be so along this journey of self discovery and being more intentional with my religion i've had friends who um supported me through this and also some friends who left because i was no longer that people pleasing person and that's okay because you know in life you gain a little and you also lose a little Um but to those friends who are listening I want to say huge thanks for always sticking by my side even though I was going through huge change and maybe I'm not the same person but you guys always were there and just cheering me on to make sure that I never am feeling alone so thank you all Yeah I totally agree with you if you are who you say you are then you are who you are no one can like say this is Nazri this is Renee It shows whatever defines you, what your values are, and I feel like having your own values is really good. Like, especially in this era, we're having like a patriarchal society. Many people like they're trying to follow social norms, mm-hmm. like just to please the society and not do what they want to do for themselves. Like, I feel like people are losing their own moral values and even ethics. Having your own personal values that actually has a meaning to yourself. can actually change a lot of way like how you think of yourself or even like 
your confidence in yourself like the faith you have in yourself like mm. yeah i totally agree with you actually this brings back to something i actually forgot to answer you asked me like you know advice a suggestion for people who are trying to find themselves i want to say that if you're muslim if you're christian if you're atheist believe in it believe in whatever makes you feel comfortable and peaceful believe in something that gives you value even if that makes you a stranger in the whole world so what be a stranger you're not you're here one day and then you're gone the next day anyways right um leave your mark i'm sure there's someone for everyone you're never going to be really alone but even if you are it's okay because at the end of the day when the lights are off when the stage is closed it's just you and you have to be okay with yourself if you're going around being fake not true to yourself how can you sleep at night knowing that that wasn't you who was in the day so this is my advice just be strong enough to rebel against the world for what you believe in i think that's like more than true i feel like you know at this stage where like people say you die every day every day you have a new life it's just everything ends at 12 a.m. i mean have a go just like go for who you want to be if you're just being fake and pleasing someone i don't think that person will appreciate it if they love you or if they truly treat you as like a real friend or like someone you care they care for mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly like friends are there to be your friend if they can't accept you for who you are then i don't think they're really friends right you got to find people who support you and who will lift you up not tear you down when you don't align your values with them i think those are called enemies not friends as like a youth mental health has also played an important part so like how like you shared about your experience of like establishing your own values being who you want to be and not to please anyone do you think it has changed your mental health at a point for sure 100% i remember before turning 20 uh, my mental health was at a complete low because i was constantly switching back and forth between friend groups accents personalities you call it um so when i had started wearing hijab i also started seeing a counselor um to just like help navigate myself because i was going on this journey on my own i thought i was on my own and i was like i need some help i need some clarity so my counselor god bless her soul she's amazing um she helped me just figure out what i wanted to say because when i started practicing i was extremely nervous and extremely scared of how people actually judge me. It's not like I changed overnight. It was a long process. And through that process, I was also trying to find my words, trying to find where I stand. How am I going to present myself? I'm not going to just shut the world out and say, "Okay, this is who I am. You got to accept me." I have friends. I need to make my friends understand that this is something that's important for me. And I also needed to stand my ground. So my counselor helped me through that. I remember that um when we used to talk we still just like cry I mean I used to cry not her she used to pass me the tissues um, I used to cry a lot and just tell her like how hard it is being me and she said you just have to take the courage to just believe in what you believe and say it out say it out in the world and 
let things happen. You can't control everything. So when she taught me this sort of mindset of like, you cannot control others, rather you can just control yourself, your feelings and your behaviors. That's when I was like, hmm, this mental health thing sounds really nice. So I actually started um, taking more counseling courses in my university. And then I just fell in love with counseling. I graduated with a majors in counseling as well. So that's where my passionate mental health journey also began. Um, I, whenever I get a chance, I talk to my friends about the importance of mental health well-being and just debunking the stigma that, you know, only crazy people go to therapy. No, everyone can go to therapy. Therapy is just someone, a third person, just listening to you and helping you piece your puzzle together. It's not anything daunting. They're not going to prescribe you pills. It's just a little self-reflection session therapy so i really recommend anyone who's going through like a crisis or going through a hard time in their life right now just try it out you know you might find something that gives you that sense of hope sense of light in your life that you're trying to find um also coming back to mental health work right so i joined kelly hoping that i'll get into the mental health team but it was god's plan and thank god and thanks to my team i got into the pyd team the positive youth development so in this team i work uh with youth especially em youth to help them overcome life problems with life skills so we teach them you know different skills of time management um skills of stress management and other things and i think that's really important as youth this is the time for you to cultivate different skills that can help you propel through life when it, when different obstacles are hitting you so every time i'm talking to an em youth i'm just like listen i've made it you can do it too just believe in yourself just keep going make sure that you equip yourself with all the skills you know knowledge can be learned um anything can be learned but yourself that you have to build right now yourself and your skills and your attitude how you interact with people your manners how you walk in this world is just really important that is something you can't learn that's something you have to build so um that also just comes back to mental health if you're good with your mental health everything else will also fall into place because you're happy with yourself as a youth i do realize that mental health plays such a big part in our life if you don't have a good mental health basically nothing will be good because you're just constantly like sad and not satisfied with who you are i say and i feel like as you mentioned counseling is actually a really good way for people to reach out for help because like maybe your counselor can be a complete stranger to you at first but then like someone who doesn't know you know your background and listening to your stories is just really helpful like in a way you're releasing the stress on your mind and expressing yourself without like worried about oh am i gonna be judged in a way and i really appreciate like you found your passion in counseling like using your own experience helping others you have overcome this and now you're empowering other teenagers so nazri as i know kelly has this very interesting project that functions as what we talked about and mentioned just now can you tell me more about it because since you work in kelly Yeah, so um, at Kelly, we've got this amazing project called Project Connect. It's actually a referral service for those youth who are in distress to call us up anytime 
and talk to us for like a few minutes and for us to assess their situation and give them a referral to a relevant psychologist, counselor or NGO to help them figure out their situation. To the listeners who are out there, if you yourself are in distress or know someone who might need um, such referral service, just go ahead and call us at 5647-6688 and we'll connect with you and see what we can do for you. So see you there. Thank you, Nazri, for joining us today. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hope you all have a nice day. Thank you for listening. This Hong Kong Live is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you, nominate yourself, or friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kely.org. See you next time.